Hey, 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 how's everybody doing? Happy Tuesday. It's September 28th, 10.33 my time. Cat here, Crazy Dating Chronicles. Um, yesterday's upload didn't work properly, so today we're going to cover the same topics. So if you did tune in yesterday and it disappeared or didn't edit correctly, here we are. We're learning and growing and experiencing this new podcast adventure together. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys are doing amazing. It's raining here. I don't know what your weather's like or what time it is for you. Hopefully you're able to grab some tea or coffee or if it's nighttime, grab a cocktail if you drink or grab some water. And I think today would be a good day to talk about We're going to talk about some fun things today. We're going to talk about the five love languages. We're going to talk about the millionaire matchmakers, 11 commandments. Um, we're going to keep them general. So it's not just for women. So if you are a man and you're listening, this is going to be for everybody, any relationship you can apply it. You can apply it in any way, shape or form in your life. Um, I we're going to give a big shout out to Patty Stanger, the millionaire matchmaker. So if you haven't seen her show, it's hilarious. you got to watch it. She's so funny. She's so blunt. Um, and I'm reading a little excerpt from a page online for the Millionaire Matchmaker's 11 Commandments of Dating. So we're going to go through these. I'm going to ad lib a little bit. I'm going to add my two cents because that's just what I do. Um, feel free to send me a message. Give me your feedback. Let me know if you've ever watched it, if you apply any of this, if you agree or disagree. I would love your feedback. It will make great info for future podcasts. So we're going to get right into it. She believes that there are 11 commandments. She also believes that you should only date 10 up and 10 down, 10 age gap. So someone 10 years younger and 10 years older. So keep that in mind. Um, so the commandments go like this. Number one, thou shall return calls in a timely manner. Always return a potential love interest call within 48 hours during the week, 72 hours during the weekend. You get a little more time on the weekends. That's kind of <laughs> And always be courteous. You're not living in the movie swingers where you're supposed to wait X amount of time and blah, blah, blah. People don't like rude people. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Number two, thou shall honor your commitments. Believe it or not, it's hard for someone to ask someone else out. And here she says, believe it or not, it's hard for a man to ask a woman out. I believe it's hard to ask anyone out, but that's me. Um, but I also do believe men should ask women out, and so does Patty. She says, don't be a flake. If you make plans, keep them. If... She also says, I don't care who it is calling at the last minute. You cannot cancel. There is no canceling. There's nothing worse than someone that cancels last minute. Even if you're nervous, don't cancel last minute. Just go. It's not nice. And she believes that you should always, always keep your plans. I once had someone say, last minute. I was literally getting ready, having a glass of wine. I was doing my hair. I literally had someone call me 45 minutes before we were going to meet and say, Hey, something came up last minute, rain check. 
And I was like, uh, no, there will be no rain check. There will be no check. There'll be no us. There'll be no, no, no. Um, the next one is thou shall let the man take the lead. Number three, thou shall let the man take the lead. It sounds old fashioned. I personally like old fashioned. I love old school values on so many things. Um, I love a partnership, but I do love an old fashioned relationship. It's embedded in men's DNA to feel like the hunter. Let him call you first, let him ask you out. And if he's shy, ask him to a party, but then let him request the first date from you. Be the hunted. Women, don't demasculate your man. <laughs> that was my two cents. No one, no one wants to feel less than, right? Number four. Number four. So number four is thou shall leave the history in the past. That means no ex-talking. That's a given. Isn't that a given? It's so annoying when you're sitting at the table with somebody or sitting at the bar with somebody and all they're doing is talking about their ex. It says, do you do not want your guy or girl picturing you with somebody else. That also means no baggage dumping, no previous health issue talk, or discussing any skeletons in your closet. No skeletons in the closet. Leave them in there. Don't flaunt your flaws. And number five, thou shall be focused and positive. Everybody wants to be with somebody with a good vibe. I mean, that's a given too. Be engaging, answer all questions with energy and genuine enthusiasm. Keep your attention on the other person. Don't look around. Don't look at your phone. Keep the banter healthy and happy. Listen with your eyes. Make good conversation. Ask questions. And it will be fun. I mean, that's just, that's easy, right? Number six, thou shall not drink too much. I know it's tempting to have a few glasses of wine before, and you want to relax while you're getting ready before you go. Maybe you're a little nervous, um, but Patty says, keep it at a two drink maximum. So share with me what you guys think of that. Do you have a list of things that you think in your head? that are must-haves or must-nots. You think those commandments are helpful? Hey, she must be doing something right. She sets up millionaires. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you because I thought it was so interesting. Um, I'm sure we can all learn from these lists some way, shape, or form. Take some, leave some. Um, another thing that I find super helpful is the five love languages. Have you guys read that book? Have you utilized it? Have you talked about it with your partner or anybody you've ever dated or in your marriage? Um, funny thing is, I didn't even know what it was when I was married. I'm not even sure if the book was out when I was married. Um, and it, when I read the book, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I, I failed at this because I, and I still did it, even after my divorce, communicating with my daughter's dad, I still was communicating with him in a way that I would want to be communicated with. Does that make sense? So I'm sure this is more basic. This 
this book or these five love languages were probably made for um, a, a relationship or a marriage. And it would be a great way to just kind of communicate what you need in a relationship and then what I need in a relationship so that you could give the other person exactly what they need. Um, but I thought when I read it, I thought, wow, I definitely failed at this because I did not communicate with my girl's father in the way that he wanted to. And, and when I started utilizing these things, meaning I took this book and these five love languages and I thought, you know what, I'm going to use it at work. I'm going to use it in friendships and I'm going to use it with people I meet because I was always finding myself button heads with people or being too aggressive or being too communicative, right? Because that can happen. You know, it can happen. If you're listening to this and you're an overthinker, I guarantee you, you've been too communicative in some relationship, shape or form. And it, it can really hurt it. It can. So I think if you just grasp the concept of these five things, at least these five things, right? I'm sure there's so many we can add to it and ask your partner what they need and then tell them what you need or guess first. This is what you should do first. Try to guess first to see if you even know and then grow from that because I guarantee you it'll be helpful because it's helped me. It's just helped me communicate with important people in my life because I, I definitely wasn't doing it well at all before. So here are the five love languages, write them down if you don't already know it, if you haven't read the book, read the book. It's super helpful. It's very small. It's very easy. It's very short. So the five love languages, according to the author of Gary Chapman. So shout out to Gary Chapman for writing the book, the five love languages. Um, the first one is words of affirmation. And that is saying supportive things to your partner. Again, words of affirmation. Write it down if you don't know it. Grab the book if you want. It's by Gary Chapman, Five Love Languages. The first one is words of affirmation, saying supportive things to your partner. Do they need that? Because it's important. Acts of service, doing helpful things for your partner. Number three, receiving gifts, giving your partner gifts that tell them you were thinking about them. And quality time, spending meaning, meaningful time with your partner. And then the last one is physical touch, being close to and caressing your partner or by your partner. So physical touch, being close to and caressing by your partner. So again, the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Each of us differ in ways that we receive love, and that's obvious. We all receive and give love so differently, and it's so helpful if you know what your partner or even friend or even coworkers, what they need to excel when they're around you, right? We can use it in everything. By learning to give love in the ways that our partners can best receive it and by asking our partner to give us the love we need in the ways that we receive it and need it, we can 
we can definitely create stronger relationships. There's no doubt in my mind. It seems very simple, but it's huge because I think it's it's just our natural instinct to give people what we need. And it could be completely opposite than what they need. And, 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 and it, it hurts them and it hurts us because we feel like we're giving so much and it's actually not what they need at all. So write those down. And if you're in a relationship and you're just listening to this for the hell of it, we are going to cover so much topic. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to laugh. You, you may even cry. And we're going to learn things together. It, there's not going to be a rhyme or reason. We're just Because dating is just chaos. <laughs> dating is just everything, right? It's emotional. It's physical. It's it's just everything all rolled up, all, all rolled up in this huge, massive, chaotic ball, right? So write those down and share your feedback on that. Share me some things that you think you would learn from. And we'll just keep on growing together. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next one. It's going to be good. We're going to talk about soulmates and twin flames. Do you believe? Are you a believer? Have you found your soulmate? I hope you all have an amazing day or night, whatever it is for you. Enjoy it. I'll see you next time. Love ya.